My next guest went from being a janitor to speaking in front of 2,000 live audiences and sharing the stage with people like Les Brown, Sir Richard Branson, Tony Robbins, Larry King, Steve Forbes, and the list goes on. This particular gentleman has created his own mega brand through founding Verbal Aikido, which is pure communications mastery, the Guru Builder, and the Dream Life Retreat that are now all global brands. He's affectionately called the Love Guru, and I know you are going to get blessed by my interview with the one and only James McNeil. I'll see you on the other side for this very special edition of Flashpoint. Happy Flashpoint Friday, everyone. This is Austin. This is Flashpoint. Your turnaround story starts here. I have an incredible guest for you today. Before we get into the show, I want to hit on a couple things. Number one, we got the cowbell to highlight great moments throughout the show. You're going to type in the word cowbell. Number two, we have our hourglass to remind us to be in the present moment. Right here is all that matters. And most recently, we have the Thomas Edison light to remind us that every attempt has value. Even when it doesn't work out, we keep trying. So there's that. Before I get into my introducing my special guest, I want to share a little highlight. Here we go. Guilt is feeling bad about something you did. It's a psychological warning symbol. It's attached to one of our three prime directives, which is called conscience. Guilt is feeling bad about something you did. It's just an alert and a warning. I don't feel aligned with that behavior, that non-behavior. If you didn't do something you should have done, what you feel you should have done. Guilt is feeling bad about something you did. Shame is feeling bad about who you are. And some watching this have some shame. Some of you are holding on to shame for what other people did. This is holy ground. And I'm, trust me, I'm not insensitive to this. But this is important work. You want to fly at the speed of light? Drop the dead weight. Get this poison out of your gut. Guilt is feeling bad about That gives you a little teaser about what you're about to experience. Uh, this, this gentleman has been circumnavigated the globe several times. He'd worked with some of the, the biggest names on the planet, Tony Robbins, Larry King, Bob Proctor, Steve Forbes, the list goes on. He's changing the world with his content because he's heart-centered. And, he, and he's probably has one of the most extensive libraries of content that I've seen. And every time I get a chance to interact with James, he pours so much value and you know that he cares. And when you're done in every interaction, you are changed for the absolute better. So I'm not going to delay anymore. Help me welcome my good friend and mentor, Mr. James McNeil. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, Austin. It's an honor. I, I'm thrilled to be a part of your journey. I celebrate everything you do. You, you're touching countless lives all over the world with the work you're doing. Flashpoint is a life changer. It is an insight to the super success stories throughout human history. And you've been able to see inside of it the pattern 
And I, I couldn't be more proud, more excited to be a part of your journey and honored to be on the show. So thank you, my brother. Thanks, James. I, I want to get right into it. I really appreciate that. But I want, I want people to hear from you. Hmm. I want them to, to learn from your story. Uh, maybe let's, I want to get your flashpoint. You just said, I want to dive into your story and get, get your flashpoint because I know you've had many. You've yeah. been at this for over 30 years. And I'd like to talk about your story a little bit relative to your journey today. So maybe if we can go back, are you up for this? Yeah. Yeah, you, you, we can go back as far as you want. <laughs> so maybe we can go back like prior to a turning point that you had. Maybe uh, the moment where you maybe you felt like, man, this isn't going to work. I'm out. I'm done. I, I, you know, and, and maybe there's that moment. And then after that, there was like a turning point. Mm. So uh, I'm going to give you two, if that's OK. Um, yes. The, the two big the, the two biggest ones that come to mind are one coming out of my my childhood into adulthood. Well, adulthood. It's funny, Austin. I, I recently have said again and again, um, if there's a test given to people before they're called an adult, I would fail. I always would fail. And I don't see anything changing. I'm just, I'm just don't, I tried the adult thing once. It, it was a horrible day. Um, but as I moved from my teens into my twenties, let's say, and I'm, I'm alone, you know, I, I, I lived uh, separate from family. My family had disbanded when I was 18. So it's like, okay, now what does it mean to make it in this world? What does that mean? So just want to give people the back backstory. So I have ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. I have dyslexia, obsessive, con obsessive compulsive disorder, um, post-traumatic stress disorder, and a bunch of other unique letters after my name. And I, as in my childhood, in some things happened in my home, but also outside of my home, I've been bullied, beaten, battered, broken, choked, strangled, hung, and drowned. And that left a lot of emotional scars on me. And I, and I thought I, I, I didn't have a, a high and positive self-esteem, but one of my turning points was, it, it really was a flashpoint when I, when I felt like I'm done, I'm, I'm done for this world. I didn't know how to make it. I didn't know how to be a good person. I didn't know how to hold down a job, you name it. Um, and I, I, I was ready to pack it in, in, in my own unique way. And I had a spiritual turning point. It was when I finally found out that this universe is governed by love, love energy, and it is benevolent, not malevolent, and it is forgiving and, uh, and it's cool with me. And when I had my first, you know, my, my, my major turning point of enlightenment, uh, within the form of Christianity, we would call it being born again, right? And different faith journeys have different uh, words given to that moment where someone sees something that they didn't see in a spiritual sense. But that was the first major turning point. And if that one didn't happen, I wouldn't be here. And then by the grace of God, I just said, okay, now I'm filled with love. How do I make the world a better place? How do I serve greatly? And only later did I find out the economics of when we serve, we deserve. When you serve greatly, you deserve greatly. And I went from being a janitor to the life that I've been blessed with. So that was a major turning point for me. Wow. Now, do you remember a specific like moment? Because one of the things with Flashpoint is, is there's a moment and there, there's a bunch of moments, yeah. but usually there's one that people remember where they felt it, like almost like they were, if they were spiritual, they might've been felt touched by the divine, but mm -hmm. if they're not, they, they feel it viscerally in their body, like their cells are dancing or they're, they feel inherently alive. They hear the, they hear the birds searching, uh, searching. They hear the birds singing and they yeah. realize that they can go out and make a change. Do you, do you yeah. have one of these moments? Cowbell well, moments. There we go. <laughs> so 
what comes to mind is one uh, a moment that happened a few years later. So so the first moment that came to mind as you're, you're walking me through that was the moment when I said, I'm done. The way life is will no longer continue. So I, I said, there's a line in the sand. I may not have known where I wanted to go, but I knew where I was unwilling to stay. And that's a turning point for many people. I remember that. And that's when I cried out for, for, for guidance. And then there was another moment where I felt I, I, I was hearing, I was, I was actually dialoguing with divine love and I, I was feeling I was, I was actually entering into a, a relationship with divine love. And that was a really cool. One. But the one that, that comes to mind as you're speaking is years later, I went from being a janitor to other jobs. And then at one point I was selling suits and I found out I, I was a good suit salesman and they sent me for training. They said, everyone, you know, I was the top salesman. They said, you have to go for training. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't know. I don't do classrooms because all it did was triggered my, my childhood issues with failing all the classes. I have no college, no university degrees. So when they said you have to go to a class, I, I, I fought and they said, you will be fired if you don't go. So I'm like, oh, so I went into the classroom, Austin, and I was trying to hide in the back and stay, stay quiet. Because they said, all you have to do is sit still for three hours and you pass. You don't have to, there's no test. You just have to be, sit. It's just an attendance thing. So I thought, all I have to do is get in there and shut up and be, be in no one, you know, just silent. Well, the teacher didn't do a great job and people were asking questions and they couldn't answer. And I'm like, come on, this is obvious. So I, I couldn't keep quiet, Austin. I put up my hand. I said, I think I can answer that question. I've been working here for a while. And they said, go ahead. I answered the question and, and the person who asked the question was like, whoa. And then the whole class went, whoa. And the teacher went, whoa. I'm like, what just happened? And so there was something about I was able to put into words things that seemed difficult for others to understand or, or, or to put into words. And I thought, I didn't know I could do that. And then it happened again and happened again. That night that the teacher made me the teacher. I was at the back of the class. She said, everyone turn your chairs, face James and ask him all your questions. And, and I had... I had a, almost a panic attack because I had social phobias, but all, all I did was answer questions all night. And that night I said, wow, I, I just found out who I am on this earth. Uh, it was a turning point where I said, I not only do I belong as a survivor, which I didn't think I could be, I now realize that I can bring a unique blessing to the planet. And that just unlocked a limitless future for me. And that night, um, my, my, my career was born. I got, I have chills all over James. That, that's an incredible story. Now, is that a flashpoint or a turning point? <laughs> that was a flashpoint. That was something else. You, you felt that. Yeah, that was a flashpoint. That was a, yeah, that was, that was supernatural meeting it, it, because it was meeting preparation. A lot of the steps in what makes a flashpoint, according to your, to your work, there was the that's physical, it. there you go. That's it. Um, there was the physical of, I was listening to all the audio cassettes. I was listening to Earl Nightingale, listening to my now guru dad, Les Brown. I was listening to the greatest teachers and speakers. I was reading to the best of my ability, but I still couldn't read. I was still around 21 and, and I was functionally illiterate. I was reading at a grade four level, but I was reading to the best of my ability, but listening to the audio cassettes. And I didn't know that I was putting in all the resources required to make that magical moment occur. So it was a combination of it's, it's, it's the art and the science, right? It's the, it's the mind, body, spirit. And then the miracle occurred. It was a true flashpoint where the ingredients of flashpoint uh, intersected. So definitely, I would say that was a flashpoint, not just a turning point, but a flashpoint. Yeah, and James, I want to pause and just honor that moment for you and honor that you're here because mm -hmm. you, you speak with audiences all over the world. Yep. You've been blessed with this. You, you've been in front of thousands of people, James. I don't even know what the number is. 
and you've had the opportunity to interact with millionaires and billionaires yep. and all these incredible people. I, I honor this space and I honor what you're sharing and I want everyone else to do that as well. And I want to encourage you to share this with somebody who needs to hear it. Cause I have another clip of James I'm going to share in a little bit where he was at his dream life experience weekend, wow. which is, which is a life changing weekend. And yeah. we're, we're just scratching the surface here today, but James, thanks for sharing that, that story because People need to know that that they are these turning points. That people have heard yeah. that there's a flashpoint too, which you've experienced and you felt at a deep level. Yeah. And now, and now here you are blessing the world because of that. Thank you. Yeah, I never never could have imagined while I was in that in that classroom that like tomorrow, for an example, I'm I'm speaking on two global cyber stages. One of them has fifty thousand people registered. I'm sharing the stage with uh, Deepak Chopra with. Les Brown, with Jack Canfield, with Eric Thomas, with, oh boy, I, 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 you know, there's, there's probably 10 of the world's biggest names and I'm honored to share the stage with them. And this is something normal for me now. And I never could have imagined from that flashpoint, this life would have been born. So yeah, absolutely. Flashpoint, man. <laughs> absolutely. So what I want to do, James, I want to share another highlight Yep. from your, your dream life weekend, if you will. So I'm going to put you in the green room for a second. I want people to hear this incredible message that I, I got my sources. So let me <laughs> hang tight. So if the belief is I'm bald, therefore I'm not sexy, I can rewrite it and say I'm, I'm not bald. Or I can reframe it and say I'm bald and therefore I'm sexy. Or I can just challenge it until it disintegrates to say, am I really bald? Am I not really bald? Is bald good or is bald bad? Are, are they happier because they're bald or are they not happier than bald? Is it possible that some women like bald and some women don't like bald? And, and then maybe a woman would be like just dreaming of a bald guy. And maybe, I don't know. I mean, is it, and just keep keep challenging it until you go, oh, <laughs> you want to shake the confidence in the disempowering belief. So you're not saying, I know it's not true. You're simply saying, I don't know anymore. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. I don't know. And that is a very powerful position to be in. So this is Austin here at Flashpoint. I'm honored to be joined with James McNeil, digging into his Flashpoint story. And he just shared his incredible story about being in the classroom. I'm going to ask James to join me again and talk about that, James, that incredible weekend where you were talking about that reframing and rewriting, because how many of us walk around with this limiting belief, right? You, you've had them, you've lived it, right? You talked about the names... The letters after your name that you didn't want, like we all want, like PhD, <laughs> do, right? Doctor, yours was like ADHD, PTSD, right? All the letters that you don't want after your name, you have, and, and here you are. Yet, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, it's and it, it's not just it's not just okay. So let me let me say this, everyone watching, it is it's it's truly beyond belief that every single day I get emails every single day. People are telling me about the miracles. There are, uh, Austin, I'm, I'm responsible for tears all over the world, apparently, where uh, my work is in 120 countries. We have 1,200 people joining me daily with, with, with uh, miracle breakthrough programs. Um, it's amazing. And, and this, in that clip you just showed, what I, what I was talking about was stop knowing what you can't do. Like, like undo the, the conviction of no, the conviction of fail, the conviction of hopeless. Just shake that confidence and, and open yourself up to the possibilities. Well, what, what's funny about that clip, Austin, is I used to do, and I will do when COVID finally uh, lets us loose. Here in Toronto, I had an event called the Dream Life Experience. And the first time I ran it was last June. So 
last year, no, two Junes ago now. Wow, time flies. And I said, uh, I, first of all, I didn't think I could pack it into a weekend. And we only had 30 people there. And from that weekend, we had lives transformed, miracles. One woman said she couldn't, her and her husband found out that they could not have babies. In that weekend, she had a spiritual experience where she she had a different, a shame, they're now happy parents. And uh, two people out of the 30 had literal million dollar miracles within three weeks. It just, it's like, if you're going to come to the dream life experience, write down what miracle you want before you show up, right? It's just, it's miraculous and it's been going on. So when COVID hit, I shut it down because I didn't believe Austin. I teach this stuff, but I don't always believe it. I don't always obey it. And I said, it can't be done. It can only be done in person. Well, friends like you provoked me and I finally obeyed and I started doing these online. Well, now thousands of people all over the world are attending Dream Life Experience weekends and it's a thousand dollar event and they don't even have to fly to Toronto now. And, and I'm, I'm going to do something special for, for, for your friends as it relates to that. But it's, it's, it's something that I didn't believe was possible. And then I just played as if, and I opened myself up to the possibilities. And now, now miracles are happening all over the world in groups far greater than far groups. greater. Yeah. I think we have 5,000 people registered for the upcoming dream life experience. It's just like, yeah. how did this happen? Well, you know, I look at it as that you are heart-centered, divinely guided, mm. and you've probably unintentionally in the beginning, but now super intentionally poured into yourself, and it, it can't help but pour out onto the world. And that's what I see is happening in a beautiful way of 30 years. There's a lot of people in this space, let's face it, because they want to be a guru, but you're somebody who's embodied it, and you've been living it for 30 years, and this is your dream life, my friend. And to that right now and you're, you're flash there's more flashpoints that are going to be happening yep. i'm honored that that we can do this and, and share the space here let me do this james uh you 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 talked about your dream life experience weekend and you just mentioned I, we don't miss much around here you know we we heard the word we heard the word gift so uh <laughs> you so, know yeah i i i uh we were talking and uh, and so we came up with an idea. So how about if you're watching this now, live or recorded, um, because Austin's my pal, uh, you can have an absolutely free ticket to come to the next uh, Dream Life Experience. So- Cowbell, there you go. <laughs> right. yeah, I mean, go, D don't, don't think, go. I'm gonna put the, I'm gonna put yeah. the link up right here now. Mm. As we're gonna and we're gonna we got some time we got we still have time with James we got about mm, maybe thirteen minutes so we got some time to okay. dig in but I want to give everyone an opportunity because James my thing is when we do things like this and we we provoke people and then just say okay bye bye no like you need to have a step you you, yeah. you know you need to take a step for yourself so you got an opportunity to work with James you can work with me take a step right take yeah. do something and that's what we really want to encourage you to do and this this is one of the best decisions you can make because of the, the amount of content and where James comes from, you, you will be blessed. You will be blessed. Even if you're not a spiritual person, doesn't matter. You will be blessed by this. Yeah. We have people of every faith group, anti-faith groups, you name it, we got it. Um, and that, yeah. that's not a problem. And so you can just grab the free gift. There are options. If you want to do VIP, there's, there's a special uh, VIP only Q and a, the VIPs get workbooks and they get, um, recordings, they get all kinds of bonuses and the VIP is only 197. So it's, it's, it's super low cost, still way below the thousand dollars plus travel 
um, and expenses. So it's it's uh, free for you to to participate. Just register go.jamesmcneil.com. And if you want a VIP, then do that, and you'll be thrilled if you did. But uh, yeah, I, I would say my I want to I want to give this message very clearly here that what is believed by most everybody is that you have to change for anything to change. That if you want life to be different, you need to be different. If you want your life to change, you have to change. You've heard it, you've heard it, you've heard it. And some people say, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. So let me give you an encouraging message. Your perfect dream life is already perfected. It's approved, it's prepared, it's paid for, it's planned out, it's present. It's simply waiting for your permission. What I will help you to see in the dream life experience is that it's not for you. It's not about you adding on. It's simply stop stopping. And there's a million ways you could be stopping your perfect dream life. But what I hope you can hear from me right now is you will never be happier, healthier, wealthier, or more loved than you will allow. You and you alone, my friend, can and have stopped your perfect dream life. And all you will be learning is a million ways, understanding metaphysics, understanding quantum physics, understanding the spirit world, understanding psychology, understanding all of the secrets behind how you have stopped yourself and how you can stop stopping yourself and find out how unstoppable you are. So I invite you as my guest, enjoy it for free. Uh, if you want to upgrade to VIP, you'll be happy you did so. I encourage that, of course. But this is your gift. Uh, Austin and I are, are very dear friends. And if you want to come as, as uh, his guest, my guest, be my guest. It, it will be a great, great experience for you. We have some great people joining us today. We have um, Mandy Robinson. Hey, Mandy. We have Lisa is with us. She loves the cowbell. <laughs> we have Jenna with us. And we have you with us. We know you're listening. We know you're watching. And we definitely want you to be blessed by this and also taking advantage of the of the uh, the Dream Life Experience weekend, which will definitely change your life. James, we, we have about uh, maybe eight or nine minutes. I'd love to get, get some more insight from you. Yeah. Maybe we can speak to those out there. We're coming out of coming out of a season, if you will, and things are starting to open yeah. up. What what do you recommend people do? What do you encourage people to do? What what should, where, what place should we be coming from now as we aspire for the future? Sure. So I want you to think about it this way. There are things that you have, quote unquote, lost hope in. You had, as a child, dreams and visions, hopes and aspirations. You wanted to be a an astronaut and a firefighter, and you wanted to be a, who knows, a belly dancer and a, and a chef. Uh, who knows what dreams that you've had? And with those dreams, you probably also believe that the world was a safer place than you eventually found out that it was. And so the beautiful, mystical, dreamy child may have lost some of that sparkle. And I want you to know that you can get your child back. It's true that the world isn't exactly as you may have hoped and, you know, prayed for, but the world doesn't have to improve. You simply have to unlock the, the version of you that doesn't need the world to improve. People don't have to be nicer. The economy doesn't have to be easier. 
Nothing outside of you has to change for your life to completely transform. You're not here to be served. You're not showing up needy and greedy, short-sighted short and shallow. You are, in fact, a creative and compassionate spiritual being currently existing in physical form. You're infinitely valuable, exquisitely unique and perfect in your personhood. Your natural state is in you for connection to source, source energy, source love, God, if you will, and loving connection to all living things. You're here on purpose. You're not just here to make it. You're here to make it better. You're actually the change agent. And I ask you right now to move from any feelings of hopelessness or weakness, weakness or, or need and to say, I'm here to serve. I'm, I'm the one who's here to make a difference. I, I'm here to help. I'm here to, to bless. I'm here to come up with solutions. And then you simply say, huh, I'm going to have a different expectation of myself. I don't need the world to be easier. I'm going to find out the truth about me and I'm going to be the best version of myself. I then encourage you to move straight into gratitude. So first, change it from I'm here to be served to I'm here to serve. Change that perception about yourself. And then secondly, when you see visions of grandeur, of power, fame, and fortune, or wealth, or travel, or meeting with cool people, um, maybe, maybe you imagine being with Austin and I at one of our retreats in a tropical paradise. And who knows what visions you might have. But I want you to do is this. Don't see those visions as there and you're here. I want you to see yourself as there and move straight into gratitude, knowing that these visions are either to be realized or better. You're either going to get all of your highest, greatest dreams or better. And attitude, the gratitude is the attitude of altitude. When you move into gratitude, you unlock the vault. Yes. Let me say it this way. Money doesn't make you happy, but happy makes you money. Money doesn't make you happy, but happy makes you money. When you're coming from that gratitude space, when you're coming from that higher vibe, you're attracting the highest and best. I want to grab that quote, James. Go ahead. Somebody type that quote in there. Do you want to, if you remember it, say it again for us. The money doesn't make you happy, but happy makes you money. Money doesn't make you happy, but happy makes you money. Cowbell, yeah. there's there. That's a great, <laughs> great one to take with you, right? I love that. I, I absolutely had to grab that. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, some people would say money does make me happy. If I don't have enough food and I get food, I'm happier. And I say yes. But money only makes you happy until you have enough. Once you have enough, you, you must add meaning to money to maintain the motivation. And so you'll want to see how do I change the world with more resources. And once you tackle, once you tap into that energy, there's no, there's no limits. No limits. To see how far you go. Are you feeling this? Are, are you feeling that this is powerful? <laughs> if you're feeling this, type in the word dream life. How yeah. about that? Type in the word dream life if you're feeling this, because this is some great, great stuff. And we don't want you to just get it in your head. We want you to feel it. Because yeah. if it goes in your head, it's just head knowledge, right? It's like, oh, that was entertaining. Mm -hmm. But if you feel it, you're going to take a new action. You're going to feel that gratitude. Then you're going to your, your highest aspiration, boom, like James just said, come together and boom. So that's th a beautiful thing. James, the future. I know you, I know we get, I know we're living in the present, present peace. Yes. As you call it, right? You don't call it present tense. Why don't you call it present tense? Well, because tension is, is that which divides us from divine. So if you're in yeah. past tense or future tense or present tense, which means discontent, re resisting that which is, then we're not in present peace. Uh, the ancient wisdom literature says, be still and know that I'm God. 
So we connect to source now and Zen. It's in a place of present peace that we connect and the miracles start to flow and the healing begins. What a great distinction, present peace. But mm -hmm. James, I do want to ask you for, for your future. Yeah. Because I know you have visions, right? Yeah, yeah, buddy. Certain book says what? Vision? So, so maybe you can talk about your vision and relative to people not taking away their present peace for the sake of their vision. Right. Uh, it's a funny, in, in, the, in episode one of Star Wars, and if you try and, if you try and figure out which episode was episode one, it'll use it forever. There's a, there's a scene where Liam Neeson is uh, playing a character named Qui-Gon Jinn. And he has a, a student that he is the mentor to. And uh, his, his student uh, says, I feel a great disturbance in the force. And he says, he says, no, 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 no. He says, you're not supposed to be out there. You're supposed to be here. We need to be present. We have something to focus on right here. And, he, and the student said, but you told me always to be mindful of the future. And he said, yes, but never at the expense of the present. Mm, beautiful. So be mindful of a future. Be excited. Be grateful. Yes. And the fastest path to your greatest tomorrow is to be here now. We got a lot of cowbell moments here today. I told you you were going to get it. James has got some great information. James, <laughs> we got two minutes. We got two minutes. I, I, whatever you want, two minutes. And then we're going to wrap up. And this has been an outstanding episode. Please share this. The world needs this information. Do you understand? James, two minutes. All right. Three things. Three things. Three things. I encourage you to write these down. Three things. Number one. Find your way back to connection to source, source energy, source love God, if you will. Find that out. You might say, well, I belong to that church or that church, or I used to do this, but I don't buy that. I'm, I'm not getting into the labels or the buildings. What I'm saying is there is a divine love. In the Bible, it says God is love, and any mathematical equation can be reversed. So love is God. So reconnect to the love energy of the universe. So that's number one. Reconnect to that love energy. Present peace, now and Zen, reconnect. That's number one. Number two, allow that to flow to you and through you to this world that you have an abundance of love energy, that you love all living things, that you can be a blessing to your friend and your cousin, and you can be patient and kind and forgiving and gracious and helpful. So love vertical, love horizontal. And step number three, do not ruin the fun by failing to love yourself. See, the world will only love you as, as well as you love yourself. You're teaching people how to treat you by how you treat you. If you treat you mm. like crap, you're telling them that's how you like to be treated. You tell the world how to treat you by how you treat you. Love vertical, love horizontal. Don't forget, love yourself. It says love others as you love yourself. Do not break that. You're not supposed to be some kind of a self-imposed victim, self-made martyr. Give from your abundance, not from your wellness. Come from love and make sure you don't forget to love yourself. You matter too, my friend. That's a perfect place to end. <laughs> James, it's been an honor as always. I love you, my friend. Love you, brother. We'll talk soon. Goodbye, everyone. Please share this.